When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go to uh, one of the Mariners' legends. In fact, number two all-time behind Matty Simon in terms of games played and goal-scoring superstar, Adam Kwasnick. Good morning, mate. Good morning, guys. How are you going? Yeah, we're well. Kwas, have you recovered two weeks you've had in <laughs> to get over the grand mate, final? Mate, I've still got the biggest smile on my face. I'm still wearing the hat, the jersey. <laughs> the mate, it was an it was an outstanding performance from the Panthers, they, uh, and certainly deserved it. I guess you would have been uh, most proud of the fact that you know their last three games, they just showed guts, determination, resilience, um, a, a ferocity in their defence and their uh, line speed, which was you know second to none. Yeah, incredible, Butes. I think uh, you got to give credit credits due to all the coaching staff and, and more importantly the players you know those three games would have been taxing on on anyone's body and they just kept turning up uh, we said you know before the final uh, the adrenaline being through and I think that was very evident they, they were you know for all money they were gone at periods of that game um, but they just kept showing up their line speed was unbelievable and uh, I'm just so happy that they've you know brought the title back to Penrith yeah, and uh, what are your thoughts about the team's going to be broken up now? So Matt Burton goes to the Bulldogs. Brent Naden also leaves. Uh, we heard this morning Hayden Knowles. He was one of our first guests. The uh, trainer at Penrith Panthers is now off to the Newcastle Knights. So with any premiership winning team, yep. can you replicate that success in following years? Yeah, look, I think it's one of the hardest things in sport to go back to back. Um, you know, the question that I have for Penrith and their board and, you know, is the salary cap where it's at at the moment within that squad, is it strong enough to sort of keep, still, keep the likes of kick out? Um, obviously, losing Matt Burton frees up a little bit of money. But, you know, we saw in 2003 after they won the premiership, that squad got dismantled within, I think, about three or four years. Um, you know, you, you don't want to see that as a fan or as a member. Uh, hopefully, they can keep them all together. But... You know, all those players now, they demand the top dollar. Um, it's just a matter of, you know, the coach and, and his coaching staff managing that salary for the best ability. Hopefully he can keep the majority of that squad together. Yeah, it'd be an interesting uh, little project for them. Uh, obviously, they've built uh, this squad up uh, over the years and now they're at the point with, you know, the junior players. It'd be interesting to see whether they're able to keep them. And obviously, as Steve said earlier, with any uh, premiership success, it always, the next challenge is trying to keep these players. And uh, I think they've got the foundation of a very strong club and these players uh, really enjoy playing with each other. Moving on to soccer, uh, soccer quads and a bit of an international break for players, but the Aussies uh, who on the back of 11 straight wins in the uh, World Cup qualifier unfortunately went down 2-1 to Japan with a, an own goal, which was a, a little bit of a shame. They would have been, uh, the one point would have been handy for the boys. Yeah, most definitely. Um, I thought, you know, the, the performance was a little bit flat. Um, you know, it's a, it's a tough place to go, Japan. I don't think the Socceroos have won there in 11 years. Mm. Um, you know, it's a fair, 
fair bit of time to not go and get um, a win over there. They had a couple of draws, but yeah, getting back to it, I thought they were a little bit flat. Um, not the, the same defensive mindset as what Graham Arnold's teams usually have. I thought the Japanese were able to, you know, break break the Aussies down quite comfortably at times. You know, you, you look at the stats, the Japanese were able to get inside the box 10 times for, for a shot on goal. Um, mm. You know, that doesn't happen up, up against Graham Arnold's team. So that was a little bit concerning. Look, in saying that, there was enough for them to take something out of the game. It was unfortunate about the own goal. You know, dig down, I think Graham Arnold will be disappointed, but, you know, they get a chance to bounce back up against Saudi Arabia in about a month's time. So looking forward to that one, and hopefully it's on, on home soil. Yeah, well, Graham Arnold, post-match, you would have seen, he pleaded to the government to enable us to come and play these qualifiers back at home in New South Wales. Quaz, you would have noticed on social media so much debate from football fans about the midfield with Moy and Rogic playing alongside each other. I want to get your thoughts yeah. there. And also, of course, there was a barrage of criticism about Aziz Bayic in the left fullback position, yeah, you, know, you really feel for some of the players. Like, it's not like he meant to... I mean, he was involved in the first goal being scored and then a bit of a calamity with the second goal. So your thoughts on the midfield, first of all, and then also on Aziz Bayic? Yeah, look, for me, I think, you know, Graham, Graham Arnold's uh, hand was somewhat forced. Um, obviously, Aaron Moy hasn't had much football uh, in China. Uh, they've sort of stopped their league at this point in time. So he was somewhat forced to start him due to his, his playing squad and, and maybe he had an inkling that, you know, it could work for 60, 70 minutes against Japan. You know, it didn't really work out. Um, and saying that, Aaron Moy is more suited in a central defensive midfield role. He was more in an attacking role and I don't think, you know, he was he was up to it. I would have loved to see Hristich further up the path and that sort of happened at the back end of the game when they were chasing the result. Um, you know, both players are very, very creative, um, as is Tommy Rogic. But, you know, it, everyone has their off games. As for Beige, you know, it's an off game. Um, you know, you just sweep it under the carpet and hopefully move on. He'll definitely learn from it, as will Graham Arnold and their coaching staff. And, uh, you know, I don't think they'll make the second mistake again uh, for the return leg. Yeah, just for any of our listeners, if you missed the Australian goal from the set piece, it was an absolute screamer. And from that moment on, I thought the Socceroos would go on and at least get a point out of this game. So uh, I feel like they made a few mistakes trying to play out from the back. You'd look at the highlights of Matty Ryan and you'd say he had an absolute blinder. But Quaz, some of those were self-inflicted by trying to play out from the back. Yeah, no, no doubt, uh, Steve-O, that, you know, they, they had a lot of possession, well, they had more possession than the, the Japanese. Um, unfortunately, majority of that possession in their own half. They played something like 250 passes, you know, in their own half. Uh, in the second half, that changed a little bit. They started to go a little bit more direct. They had a little bit more success. Uh, that being said, you know, look, the game plan just didn't work um, on that occasion. Uh, no doubt they'll go, go back and look at the video. I don't think Graham Arnold and his coaching staff will make the same mistake again. Uh, Quaz, I believe there was a game this just recently, the Nations Cup, I think, France versus Spain. Is that correct? Yeah, Spain leading 2-0 and uh, France end up coming back. Big performance from the French. Yeah, sure. What was I think? Uh, Killian, I think it was uh, the outcome of one of the goals for a 
for a bit of a, an offside call, but it, it was deemed to be offside, uh, onside. Uh, it was back into the game, and that, that saw the French uh, take out take out the tournament. And, um, you know, the, their goalkeeper Hugo Lloris had a had a massive game, and you know, he came out afterwards and said, it "Doesn't matter what type of." Uh, trophy it is, you know, teams always want to win silverware at the highest level and uh, mm-hmm. France were able to overcome a 1-0 deficit and they turned it into a lead at the end and they came away with, I think, the first trophy, the UEFA Nations League trophy, so fair play to the French and uh, no doubt they'll be a big threat uh, come the World Cup next year in Qatar. Hey, uh, by the way, Butes, uh, Quaz and myself uh, with SEM will be calling the uh, Mariners matches this year and also Newcastle Jets matches uh, in 2021-22 for SEN. So really looking forward to that. Uh, Quaz, the EPL back in business this weekend. What games are you looking forward to? I know myself, it's uh, Brentford up against Chelsea. Uh, I don't think I'll see it live tomorrow morning at 3.30am. Yeah, there's a few great games coming up. Um, Steve, the first one obviously kicks off tonight. Watford v Liverpool. That'll be an interesting game. Um, obviously, off the international break, it'll be interesting to see how many players, you know, back up for Liverpool. They've got so many players on international duty. Um, you know, Leeds, Southampton. There's four teams that still haven't got a result. We still haven't won yet in the Premier League. So, few of those teams need to really get a wriggle on um, in order to stay away from that relegation zone or get out of that rele- relegation zone. Um, really looking forward to Newcastle, Tottenham. Obviously, Newcastle, new ownership. Um, I think they're going to be a big force moving forward, uh, but they really got to get out of this rut that they're currently in. And great news, mate, with the A-League that's uh, been locked in. We spoke to uh, Monty last week, the head coach, and uh, he's all raring to go. The signing of Storm Roo is going to be a, a big coup for the uh, the Mariners. Yeah, no doubt. I think they're, you know, they're slowly progressing the Central Coast Mariners and uh, spoke to a few players during the week and, you know, there's positive signs ahead of the season. Uh, they've played the, the Stiffs a fair few times and I think they play their first competitive trial uh, next week against the Western Sydney Wanderers. So that will be a good indication to see exactly where they're at from a football sense and obviously a physical sense as well. Uh, Nick Montgomery, his first major job in charge, um, you know, interested to see how he goes to style a play that his his squad's going to produce. Um, let's hope you know we can get you know as many fans to the games as possible. Uh, Steve-O mentioned me and him calling the games. I'm looking forward to that as well as calling a few Newcastle games as well. So can't wait for the season to start, um, and hopefully the Mariners can replicate uh, the season that they just had. Mm. Hey, uh, by the way, just before Quaz, before we wrap it up, the group standing. So Saudi Arabia undefeated, four from four on 12 points. Uh, the Australians still in second on nine. Oman are in third on goal difference alongside Japan. Both of those teams on six points in this group. So two wins apiece. So the Australians still with some breathing space, but a massive, massive game coming up next, Quaz. Yeah, and as you mentioned, Steve, you know, Graham Arnold pleading for the government to get that as a home game. It's so crucial that Australia plays those games or their home games on Australian soil. It makes a huge difference. Obviously, mm. Saudi Arabia, well, they won 3-2 against China um, in the last, you know, match day. They're, they're on fire at the moment. They're yet to lose, only conceding three goals. Um, you know, it's going to be a tough contest and hopefully we can get it on Australian soil and hopefully Australia can get back on terms with Saudi Arabia in terms of points um, and set themselves up for the rest of this uh, qualifying period for Qatar next year.
Yeah, well done, Quaz. Great, great to have you on the show, mate, and we'll catch up soon. Take care, guys. Adam Quaz, Nick Mariner's legend.